With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Welcome along to the bunker. I've forgotten to do the intro song, but then again, I'm down to 3% battery, so I'm really rattling along with this intro. Uh, in tonight, we talk about Van Dyke, we talk about Liverpool, Southampton, we talk about. Um, what were we talking about? We were talking about Master Chefs, we were talking about. Um, something else there was a question about Kate that I completely forgot about to ask as well anyway um, that's, that's that so in tonight we've got Ray we've got Andy we've got Gav we've got myself Phil and up now we have an advertisement from our sponsor Skillzone the home of the 2017 World Games so Kevin what would you say your main skills are um, rugby soccer Gaelic tennis climbing basketball shooting golf baseball and hanging tough test your sports skills at Skillzone Ireland's first multi-sports indoor circuit be the first to get 100 points and you'll also win 10,000 euro Skillzone Sandyford see skillzone.ie T's and C's apply okie dokie lads let's get this podcast on the way we've started recording here oh sorry (laughs) sorry Sorry about that Phil very unprofessional isn't it yeah not okay, great set here. She's horrible uh, of editing. Please, Northsiders wrecking <laughs> the shop as ever. Show me how to edit that there, Phil. Fucking Northsiders wrecking this thing as ever. Right, lads. Um, Forty-five minutes on the week ahead. Um, we've nothing to talk about in the past because nothing's happened, with the oh. exception of Emre Chan playing left back for Germany. Um, we've talked about Jomez being the world's best centre back. Mm. Um, Coutinho managing to get through a match unscathed for Brazil. Um, we've got Lalana back. We've got Mane back. Mane's managed to shake off a hamstring injury in, in world record time. Um, and Lalana is back, which means that, with the exception of Cloyne, we've got a fully fit squad. So, the first thing I want to talk about tonight, lads, is Virgil van Dijk is at Anfield on Saturday. How excited are you hoping to see this lad play? Because, like, we've been hearing about him all summer long. We've signed him. 
We've just been very nice about this and <laughs> let him stay at Southampton and for another season. Southampton. Not told yeah. Southampton. Like, well, see, what people don't know is that transfers are a fluid situation. Oh. And there's a deal agreed and in place. We've agreed terms. He did a medical. We agreed the deal. What people don't know is we agreed the deal and he's signing for us on the 1st of June next year. This will happen. I think if I, I think if I worked in the club, I'd be tempted. Yeah, I could lose my job, but I'd be tempted to go into the away dressing room. With a with a Van Dyke Liverpool shirt and just lash it on one of the pegs and see if he lashes it on and comes out. <laughs> <laughs> What's the odds he runs out and claps the cop and comes out of the tunnel? And well, when his name gets called, there's a big cheer from the cop. I bet he's a big fucking cheer. Yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like if they if Liverpool are winning, kind of by two or three calls late in the game, you know, it's oh, his yeah. name is going to be sung. There'll be a bit yeah. of tomfoolery going yeah, on there, yeah. definitely. Yeah. 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 So all all the efforts that uh, Mike Gordon has made to repair. Uh, relations with Southampton will go flying out the window on yeah, Saturday, basically. With the fans. Uh, all, all joking aside, lads, the, uh, I want to talk about Southampton Force because they're obviously managed by uh, ex-Liverpool manager Maurizio Pellegrino, who's, who obviously helped us con- um, seal the deal for Joseph uh, <laughs> Van Dijk when he took over. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would have needed the money anyway. He too. needs the yeah, money, yeah. They need so you have to sell the boy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, what people don't realise is that Danny Ings is moving to Southampton in January as part of the deal that was agreed last season. No, Gomez has already gone. Gomez went. Yeah. But he was allowed to stay until until Van Dijk came in. Oh, all right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We give him Ricky Lambert as well. Can we? we did, yeah. We can yeah, give yeah. him. Well, Peter, Ricky Lambert still at the club. People don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he went on loan to West Brom. He's Flew, still flo- you know what I mean? floating around. Him and Markovic are still training out in Melwood at the moment. <laughs> game of Markovic is gas, isn't it? Ah. Fucking gas. Gas. He might get a run the next in these tor- forty-four games in thirteen days that are coming up. But right, so uh, uh, go looking at Southampton. Right, I had a, a quick look at them last night, um, and they've scored nine goals in nine games this season. Right, um, top scorers are Manolo Gabbiadini with two and Charlie Austin with two. As far as no, or, or Gabbiadini has three and Charlie Austin has two. Nine goals in a many game, eleven no, games. No, eleven, 11 games. games. Eleven games. Oh, right, okay. Games, yeah. I, I, I was. They haven't, they haven't conceded many, have they? Well. This is the thing, they've, they've conceded um, like two in a game or three in a game and then there's been clean sheets. Clean sheets, yeah. So, so yeah. Like they, if, if they concede, they tend to concede more than one. Yeah. Um, if they score, they rarely score more than one. Right. So on, on, they're like the flip side of us. Right? If we concede, we tend to score concede 11. And if we don't, we keep a clean sheet. And then obviously if we score one, we tend to score 101 or we don't really score, we don't do one nils essentially. Yeah. And Shane Long hasn't scored for, for four years four and he's years. definitely scoring on Saturday. He retired and came back. Yeah, he's definitely. He's <laughs> I'm sure I've seen him in a car park just getting some practice in just, <laughs> just, just to get a goal. Him know? and Andy were definitely. Just to get a goal say, on the far side because he's <laughs> <laughs> And he's going, well, Barry's been there for an hour still. Well, looking at them, They've got a decent defensive unit. They've signed a good centre-back in Hout, who was to come in and replace uh, Van Dijk when he leaves for yeah. Liverpool next season. And they've, got, they've still got Cedric there, who's a decent fullback. Yeah, Bertrand, like who's a decent fullback. Yeah. Foster's form has been all over the shop for them in goal. So that means he's guaranteed to have a world yeah, against always, us. He's, he's, he's always um, capable, though, isn't he? Yeah. You know, he's, he saved the pen last year. So, lads, the thing I'd say to you is, do you fear them? in comparison to Southampton teams from the last couple of years because Pellegrino hasn't really done anything with them. They were mm. defensively sound for the last three years. They seem to score less goals. If anything, they aren't as fluid in attack as they have been. Andy? Um, is uh, Charlie Redden still getting a game for them? Charlie Redden? Charlie Redden, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so he's going to uh, make uh, dog shit of Matip again. Do you reckon? Yeah. But other than that, no, I wouldn't be too worried about them. Uh, I'd say they're going to set up 
like every other team that comes to Anfield. Mm. Well, what they've done in the games against the bigger sides, they tend to play five across the middle, right? Not not a f- not like a, a not, like it's 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 set up as a four two three one, but they're playing uh, what's his name. Stephen Davis, the Northern Irish mm-hmm. defensive mm-hmm. midfielder, yeah. as as the number Romeo, ten. Romeo is it the player? Yeah, Romeo Davis, yeah. and then they've gone with Tadic, Tadic on one side and uh, Redmond on the other side, whatever it is. But they they are very deep and they look to literally play in the counter attack with one forward up. And it, they've used long an awful lot in those games because Long will run in behind defenders and run at them all day long. Yeah. So you've actually done me homework on Southampton for a change. Yeah. I remember I, I, I was well. at I was at the game last. <laughs> I was at the game last year and um, I, d- I do remember Gabby Adina. He was trying to put himself about in that game mm. and he was just getting absolutely nothing out of us and he was yeah. getting really frustrated. So um, had it been the same manager, I, I wouldn't have been convinced that that they'd have started with Gabby Adina again this year. Um, so I, I I I'm not so concerned about the threat that they've. Sort of, I think it's going to follow a similar pattern to some of the games that we've seen, sort of post Tottenham. You know, yeah. um, the Huddersfield, the Manabor. I think it's going to be quite tight. They're going to, as you say, they're going to be relatively defensive. Mm-hmm. They've they've shown the capable of of of, um, of keeping clean sheets. Yeah. So why wouldn't you sort of go with that game plan again? I don't think it's going to be pretty to watch, but I do think we'll break them down. Right. Okay. Um. So Van Dijk though Can we get the upper hand Against him he's the, he's the world's Greatest defender There's nobody in the world Anywhere near as good As Van Dijk Because if there was We would have signed him The biggest loss Of the World Cup next year Is Van Dijk Is Van Dijk There's yeah. no centre backs To the World Cup Because no. Van Dijk isn't gone like this, and it's amazing you get the deal done nice no, it, <laughs> <laughs> and we don't have to Andy, pay an extra 10 Andy, million the deal is done I just explained <laughs> it sorry, sorry sorry we sorry, signed them last year we just let Southampton keep him for another year it's just it's about saving face for Southampton. Just waiting for fucking Danny Ings to be properly fit before he yeah. goes there and I don't know why, comes back. I don't know why they haven't announced this to the press. Yeah. No, I don't all, know why they haven't announced it because it's done. Yeah. In all seriousness though, um, like you said that he hasn't done much with Southampton. He probably hasn't. He's probably he's probably looking to kind of keep a steady ship this season. You mm. know, because you know you you've seen the likes of the ball going into Crystal Palace trying to change a lot. I think he got four league games. It was a five league games and he was four. gone. So um, Pellegrini is it? I yeah. always mix them up. Pellegrino. Pellegrino, okay. Um, th- he's probably looking at it and trying to keep his job. You know, the kind of way, you know, steady ship, keep them in around eight or ninth, and he keeps his job and probably look to push on next season. Um, if I was at Hampton, I'd be looking at the League Cup game they played at Anfield last, last season. They, they came in, they played well. They actually did play well that night yeah. and got the goal near the end mm. to, put, to put it to bed. That's the way I think Southampton should, should come out and play us. Mm-hmm. But I'm hoping that with everyone more or less fit and raring to go that we've enough options not only on the pitch but coming off the bench that if we need something different okay. we will score and like you said if we can get an early goal or get one up they're likely to concede two or let's, three let, so. let's move on to us and the reason I want to move on last year Andy we sat in we did a podcast preview on the Southampton game and on the run in to the finishing fourth in the league right yeah. and previous to that in January we did a podcast on the Southampton game where we were talking about why we don't score against Southampton, right? And the argument was that one time we scored a shitload of goals against Southampton, we played with Origi and Sturridge up front. And I think it ended up being Origi and Sturridge up front as a result of an injury earlier on in, early on in the game, right? right. Now, last, in the last game that we played against West Ham, we have some form of two players up front being Sturridge and Firmino. So it wasn't, it wasn't the three up front, it was two, right? Yeah. yeah. Given that they really haven't changed the defensive setup that much, that they're likely to come and put bodies in front of us, 
can you think of any reason why we don't go with two up front and try to break this hoodoo of scoring goals against Southampton at home? Um, yeah, well, I, I'd, I'd imagine now the, this kind of shape change that Klopp has alluded to there and uh, every fan has tried to understand and write articles about is going to continue because it has been shown to be more effective. Mm. And and yeah, and we have had a couple of, a couple of bodies up front. So I expect, yeah, I expect, it to, expect that to continue. Yeah. Um. I you know. Doesn't matter. You just keep walking, <laughs> talking. I, I'll, I'll start the sound. You keep. <laughs> Very nosy. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I'm yeah. not changing what you're saying. I'm not over there like turning your voice funny or something like that. No, but when you're talking to me and you turn your head around. Yeah, I'm never, I'm never interested head. in what any of you have to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's so I just hear home, home, isn't it? Really, yeah. the misses, you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, like you know, the the old the old saying, uh, "Fucking dickhead." <laughs> <laughs> you don't, uh, you don't, you don't, uh, you know, tamper too much with a winning team. Yeah, and like they they've won four games in a row, so I can't see that changing too much. Um, it does look like a, a shape that it like it makes us a bit more solid defensively if we do end up being countered. And also in attack, they just seem to get the bodies in better positions. Okay, uh, uh, Ray, I'll put the flip side to you. We've got Mane, we've got Salah fit, we've got Firmino fit, we've got all our midfielders fit, right? Yeah. Um, We're playing at home, we're likely to have a defence and a team that wants to sit back deep against us, right? So looking at that, is there an argument here to go fucking Mongo attacking in this sense, right? Play Wijnaldum, Coutinho one of Chan and Henderson and then play the three boys up front because th- those lads are like Southampton are going to sit against us yeah I mean I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't um, I wouldn't bet against that being the case on, on Saturday mm. that, that he goes that positive because I think we've kind of got the Tottenham game sort of out of our system to to, to a large degree and I think Given that we've had problems with them in the past, why, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you just really go at them early doors and try and um, and try and put 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 a couple of goals past them? Because the longer they stay in the game and the longer they're at nil nil, then their their confidence is going to grow and grow. So um, you know we've got some threats there. The threats that we've got up the up the top of the pitch now in in Mane, Salah. Firmino to a lesser extent, I, you know, I'm still jury's still out for me on on his effectiveness, and he gets a lot of praise of, about his work rate off the ball and and what he's doing in the team, and and that's why Klopp obviously loves having him up there. Um, I, I just I just sort of particularly at home when we need players to put the ball in the back of the net, I, I just it frustrates the hell out of me sometimes. So mm. um, uh, yeah, you've you've got you've got to put you know why, again Wijnaldum, I'd have Wijnaldum in the team because he's just got this tendency, this knack of scoring goals at home. So um, yeah, I'd be as positive as we can be to be honest with you. I think we've got like in theory this this is probably like the the easiest of the three games on paper, but it's important you win that first game to give you that kind of momentum going into Seville mm-hmm. going into Chelsea the following week mm-hmm. because we have we've we've got those three wins under our belt in the week in in the space of a week off the back of the Tottenham debacle so you don't you just don't want to start regressing back into mm-hmm. the negativity that we were in um after Tottenham Ronaldo's probably the first midfielder on the team isn't he now at this stage yeah no 
No. He's been at left home. out of games. At home, home. yeah. Away from home, no. no I don't but I, we're playing at home. I, I, think, uh, it, I, like, uh, I think it's a toss-up between... I think they'll play two of them three. Almost guaranteed. And but I don't, that, I, and that, I don't that, think Wijnaldum's the one that's going to miss out. It's going to be John no, or, or Henderson. That's what I'm saying. That's, mm. and, and that was my, my, my point that I was making. In, in this, if you, you've got Coutinho fit, you've got Wijnaldum fit, you've got Henderson fit, you've got Chan fit, right? You're only going to play three of those four. Yeah, I think Coutinho yeah. might You've miss out. Yeah, I don't think Coutinho yeah, will play, but I think like Sturridge might play, you know, and uh, Salah might play this, up top. With this, this is what we're debating. So, Gav, does Clavin start? Oh, it's <laughs> <laughs> um, not a bad question. Um, he does, yeah, he does start. Um, you know, Lovren, I, I, I don't know, I'm not saying any more, I'm fucking sick of him. Um, but like like the lad said, they're harshing the player the month for October. What? Harshing the player the month for October. Did he do a big um, reveal? Like you know, we were his trophy and everything. Of course they didn't. Did they not? They actually gave him a joint award with Salah. Even the club said fuck videos of Salah last month. There wasn't that a lot. I can't remember seeing it. As far as I know, they actually did a joint award with Salah. Yeah. What did Salah get? Salah just said, "Look, you just keep the trophy, right? We'll just we'll just accept that your yeah. man was player of the month, and we we'll just say his boat won it, right?" So yeah. he was like, "Yeah, grand." <laughs> oh yeah, they were nearly winking on screen. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, yeah okay. Um, but now, like, like Ray said, it's important to win this game because you know this um, this thing that comes up about international breaks and mm. what are people like after. You know, it's it's fucking mad. Like, you know what I mean? It's just a week off. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Um, but it is important that we win it because. It probably is, you're right, the, the easiest game on paper. So you want to win that. You want to go to Seville and get it, I think. The Chelsea one is huge. I think, I think if we get through the week unbeaten and beat Chelsea, mm. you know, it's massive for the season. Um, Sounds, like hmm? Sounds like 13 14. Sounds like 13 14. Yeah, well, we should have just taken the draw we were being given on the plate that day. But we didn't. Just get through uh, the week and make sure we don't get beaten by no, Chelsea. No, no, I think if you beat week. Chelsea, I think it's massive. I, I really do. Mm. Um, with regards to the team, um, I agree with Andy. I think when Alden's in the team for mm-hmm. me, I think when Alden and Sean stay in the team, I'd nearly go with the team to play at West Ham. At West Ham. That's being honest with you. Yeah, I think the way we played, um, really fluid. <laughs> I can't believe it. Was <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it, it was Van really Dijk. good. It was really good the way the, you know p- players change positions and, and we were really good. The only worry I'd have is, like you said earlier, Southampton are going to pack that midfield. They're probably going to put three really compact in in there. You know. Um, Tadic and, and Charlie Redmond as Andy said uh, on, on both sides so you probably will you probably will look to put three in there rather mm. than you know two and pushing Salah up beside Firmino making a kind of a 4-4-2 I'd probably go with the West Ham team if I wasn't though it would be Wijnaldum Jan Coutinho and Oxley Chamberlain out and move Salah. So that's the team. Salah in for Oxley Chamberlain. Yeah, Salah moving out, out wide and leave it at that. Stop making but Harrison Oxley Chamberlain after he scored in the goal against Joe Hart, the worst goalkeeper in Europe. Yeah, um, I think you have to score on your first shot first before. You <laughs> 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 Instead of fucking Mr. Holyman, just where the ball just goes through. Oh, yeah. I can't understand Joe Hart. Anyway, that's just a separate question and a separate What, day. getting that game for England the any, game the other night? Getting any game yeah, ever. Yeah. And, and the love that he still gets as England's number one is beyond me. You know the way he's like yeah. goalkeeper for years now? Yeah. <laughs> so he's had a goalkeeper coach for years now. Yeah. Isn't it mad the way that none of the goalkeeper coaches, like whether it's at England or... Uh, Man City or whoever he's played have not have said not said uh, have not said to him stop parrying it out in front of your goal. 
Thelonious agreed. Thelonious <laughs> agreed. No said that yet. <laughs> or, or see that thing at the near post. You can save the ball there if you want as well. Because he's beaten at the near it, post. It, there's, 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 there's a long list of England number one goalkeepers who like to parry out and also get beaten at the near post. Ian mm. Walker, Chris Woods, um, Joe Hart, Peter Shilton when he was 52 still playing in goal for England. <laughs> David James, Paul Robinson, like it, it, it's it's almost an English goalkeeping thing that the, the, the disease, yeah, that you ignore the near post because nobody ever scores there, and that you parry it back out because nobody ever scores. Yeah, because that goal that Matt up scored the other week, people were saying, oh, a good reaction. Say, well, I thought he was horrendous. I thought you should have <laughs> caught the fucking thing. I was like, you got your two hands with it. Like, that was crazy. Your two hands are on it. Your two hands are on it. Your two hands are on it. You You've been an expert in, in goalkeeping. Yeah, mm. like you know your hands. Yeah. <laughs> Can you shape your hands in such a way to flick it? It actually goes forty-five degrees as opposed to ninety degrees. Well, it depends. On, uh, genuinely, it depends. When, when you when you're doing all your training and stuff, yeah, you do work on pushing where, it, uh, pu- pushing uh, it. And, and, and changing the direction of the ball yeah. and change and trying yeah. to change it to areas where there's nobody running into. Now, look, you're talking fractions of a second, right? Yeah. But if the ball is coming in, the, the one thing you're told not to do is parry it straight back into players in front of you. Right, so yeah. push it away. So when you when you turn your hand, you're actually opening the back end of the palm of your hand to flick it in, in, in that way. Otherwise, mm. you're going to push it straight back out in, in front of them. Right, yeah. Schmeichel does it very well. Actually, Randolph did it very well against Denmark during yeah. the week. Was the ball comes Most in? Most goalkeepers seem to do it. It's, it's pushing yeah. to the side. Yeah. You push it out towards the thing as opposed yeah. to back into the danger area. Yeah. Sometimes you've got no. There's no hope. You're, you, the ball is gone behind you, and you're literally just pulling to pull the ball back out in front of you, and you're just trying to get away from Claw the ball as much as you yeah. can. Yeah, yeah. And you're yeah. hoping you're hoping then the second phase with your defenders or you yeah. can say the second shot but yeah he, he has an, he has a flaw it was shown last year when he was in Torino every time long deep crosses another one is he's, he's, he has a massive flaw with this on long deep crosses if, a, if you lock a long deep cross in against Hart where he has to stretch at the back post he nearly always parries it back down in front of him right and he can see the three identical goals ball into the back post two hands up in the air and he pushed the ball back into that? the middle of his goal why doesn't he go up one hand and just let it hit off his hand like or you knock said it, push, or knock it out for the corner, corner. Most, yeah. most, because it's just I don't know whether he thinks he can catch the ball and then the last minute he, he's at too much of a stretch and he can't and he's basically pick, he doesn't want to knock it in behind him in case the goal is there and he's lost his, his, his position Bearings, in, yeah. in the goal oh, I mean it's, it's so lucky we've got three such great goalies great though goalies, isn't it you know <laughs> thankfully we haven't got any of those uh, dropsy dropsy uh, flopsy and you know Bogdan some, <laughs> <have>, uh, <laughs> some people have like are double jointed like their wrists yeah. and all maybe he's now jointed then it's just rigid yeah, <laughs> fluid. He'd be a great, he'd be a great baseball bat, wouldn't he? Just no baseball bat, just yeah. his arms, <laughs> just his rigid hands being swung. I, I genuinely put up anywhere yeah. four goalkeepers over him. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I genuinely would like. There's um, no improvement. I like the one that always got me was um, Lalana at Anfield when we beat them just after the League Cup final, was it? Mm. And we beat them. And, and they hit, beat us, but we beat, beat them yeah, afterwards. The, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Lalana hits a shot from about 30 yards out and it's gone about eight miles an hour. Mm. Uh, and he's so slow getting down to it. And you can see the City fans behind the goal like going... But Suarez used to take free kicks from 40 yards and we're always scored. It was just... I've got enough room to curl it around the wall right, and let it roll yeah. really slowly. Mm. And your man eventually dives just after the ball has passed him and it's just like... oh. And of course, he didn't play in the final, did he? Um, no, man, Caballero, oh, yeah, yeah, he had a blind, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, if, yeah. If, if he had a played, we would have won the League Cup. If yeah, and if he was yeah. destined mm. to come to Liverpool as well, do you know that? <laughs> At one stage? Yeah, yeah. Mm. There was I definitely think so, yeah. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of yeah. calls from Yeah. yeah. I think if, if Brendan Rodgers... I think it was well happening. I yeah. was having a fucking yeah. breakdown when it was happening. If Brendan Rodgers hadn't got sacked, Joe Hart would be a Liverpool football club player at this moment in time. I well believe it. 
Anyway, um, look, looking at uh, going back to ourselves, um, we won't talk about the goalkeeping position because I think we all know that Flopsy, no, Dropsy is, is in goal at the weekend, right? And we can just hope for the best that he doesn't do anything stupid. Um, and but hopefully the defence doesn't allow any shots. Well, he's not under pressure. That's you know that's the only yeah. thing. Yeah, but it? it's with the lack of concentration when he's not under pressure yeah. then kills yeah. us as well. Um, but look, going back, so the, the real question mark then is at the top end of the pitch. It's it's, it's how we line up. We, we, we're more or less do we think we go back to the tree because we do have our, our, our tree amigos that are at the, t- at the top end with, with, with an attacking look to the midfield as opposed to you know two holders or whatever and trying to sit deep and all them because they're not going to come on to us they're, if we sit deep it'll be like the England-Egypt game in 1990 where <laughs> or the Ireland-Egypt game in 1990 where one team sat in one half and the other team sat in the other half yeah. Ireland-Holland in 1990 that's what it was mm. after we found out that England had scored against Egypt and both teams basically just stayed just in their own half it. and passed yeah. it amongst themselves as the yeah. ball went out um, so do you, Andy? Uh, is, is is there any call for you to do anything wild here? Or do you think with that we we have enough? Um, no, there's nothing wild about doing what they've just previously done. Mm. Um, personally, I think they'll they'll stick with that shape where you're gonna kind of play two of them three sentiment feelers. So for me, it will be probably Chan and when Alden, and then in front of them, it's just it's, you can't really just put Coutinho, reintroduce Coutinho back into the team. Mm. I can't see. It. You know, I, I, I um, know, but at the same time, he is such an important player on that pitch. Yeah. Probably comes down to... Especially in these type of games where you're playing at home and you need to break a team down yeah, in front that's, of you. Yeah, that's probably the point. I think if this was West Ham away uh, this weekend and Coutinho's coming back, I think he probably doesn't come back in because you're looking for that pace, mm. that all-out raw <coughs> pace that you're seeing from us. Whereas this game will be... You're probably looking at Southampton's back four and these three really, really close to the centre-halves. And the two lads are wide, really close to their fullbacks, mm-hmm. and hoping to hear the striker and, and play balls off him or, or get something from it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think I still think he goes for Mino, Salah, Mane. Yeah, I still think he goes with that three. Mm-hmm. And I think Andy's right. It, it's when Alden Jean, but it's just who you pick with him. I don't know who he picks with him. Yeah, I mean, I really you can play for Mino up top with with Salah and Mane in behind with Coutinho or Box. You know, there's loads of, there's loads of, there's loads of options. Mm. It's just all, like, you could probably find if Coutinho did start, and he was the forward forward midfielder that he could kind of drift left, and you probably find Salah from the left going in. Or Mane with Mane, yeah, yeah or in yeah. there, or they could take turns of saying, right, mm. listen, you go right, and I go centre. They could, they could mix that mm. up a little bit, but. It, it's always the same, isn't it? It's it's going to be getting a goal and not letting them get to an arrow okay, without a nil off. I want to throw something in. The game against Seville is a huge game on on Wednesday, Tuesday, the day of one of the days. On right, Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday, yeah. Right. So looking at it, we're away from home. Yeah. We likely need want to set up as strong defensively as we possibly can because I'd imagine we we're expecting Seville to come at us and we'll probably try play on the counter. Right. We've got a short turnaround in terms of games from Saturday to Tuesday. Mane's had a slight hamstring pull. Mm-hmm. Is there an argument that you don't start Mane? Because you want to give him still a bit more recovery time, having flown back from Africa as well, and only getting over a hamstring injury. That if we... We have a habit of rushing players back from yeah. injury and then them being out for twice as long because they redo the injury. The only reason Mane... Like the, Mane starts if Klopp feels he's fully fit, and that's what happened mm-hmm. um, against West Ham. He announced that he was... All of a sudden, he was in the squad yep. again. Uh, he might be good for 20 minutes and he started the game. Um, I think we've got away with it, like kind of dodged the bullet that he's went on international duty. He had to be pulled back 
and had to be assessed and everything else and everyone's there shitting themselves and it, it turns out he's okay but I, I'd say I know Mane want to play because it's his former club yeah but he'll but he'll get 20, 20 minutes or whatever you mm. know that's more than likely I think if he's if he's if there's any concerns over his fitness whatsoever he'll be just giving them extra few days and then he'll start obviously in Spain so does that then not open up the space that allows you to play Henderson and Chan and play Coutinho back in your front three yeah potentially yeah I mean that that might be the way he goes with it I mean if he's if he's kind of got that concern and he wants to save uh, Mane for Tuesday mm. <clears throat> think about Tuesday uh, if I'm not wrong, if we if we if we win that game against uh, we're, we're Seville, we've won the group, haven't mm-hmm. we? I think so. That means that last game against uh, Moscow is a dead rubber. So you've got you you've almost got a bit of flexibility mm-hmm. there with playing blooding in some other players and and co- almost having kind of a a rest midweek yeah. sort of thing. So there's a lot to be gained by winning that winning mm-hmm. that second game. So if there is some concerns about Mane, then then maybe you do just 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 err on the side of caution and uh, if we need him the last 20 minutes because the game is still in the balance then you bring him on and you have him if if not if we've got if we got the game in the bag you keep him on the bench you took him away and you play him on Tuesday the you know? storage then as well mm. yeah no. that's yeah no, so that's, that, 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 that's, that's storage up he, I mean he's he started against uh, West Ham West Ham yeah, yeah. and uh, like again storage in, if you're going to play no he started against Huddersfield Huddersfield he didn't start against West Ham. He came on against West Ham. He came on against No, West he didn't go on against West Ham. He didn't go on the pitch against West Ham, no. Because he scored two and two, hadn't he? He scored right. against Huddersfield and Maribor. And, they were, and he everyone was expecting him to, to, to start yeah. against West Ham because yeah. he scored that great goal against West Ham yeah. last season. Well, on on, on, on yeah. that then, um, the one question I'll put is then, does Jomez not start? Because you're going to set up a bit more defensively against Seville away from home. And you know that Southampton are going to sit deep. Do you play Trent in this game? And play Jomez away from home when you want to be defensively more compact. No, like Gomez has started to look like he's like at one stage early on in the season it was looking like Trent and him are sharing that right back position. Mm-hmm. Like Gomez will just play if he's fit, if he's fit he'll just play. Um, yeah. There's no reason to say just because the Wednesday game is more defensive like he has to play the Wednesday game. I think he just, he just pr- probably or Tuesday he probably play both. Because um, you know if Moreno bombing on there and um, Gomez has kind of just been dropping into the middle a bit more mm. so I just think, it just makes us a little bit um, more stable if, if, you lose, if you lose the ball and if you are going to rotate and you are going to you know the, the Southampton game is the obvious one for Trent because then you've got obviously Seville and, and um, Chelsea. Chelsea coming up so mm. um, and Gomez has just been declared the world's greatest centre back yeah and he has played some minutes international as well so yeah potentially but you would hope he's got the legs for th- for the three games in a week. Mm. I think Southampton's biggest threat will be White, um, Tadic and Charlie Redmond. Um, so um, I I think Gomez or Jomez starts. Uh, I think he starts because <laughs> that biggest threat is White. I genuinely believe that. I think they're going to look to look to get the ball to them White players when they manage to get hold of it and trigger up the park. Rate. So I think I think Gomez starts. On Saturday, and I think he starts on Tuesday as well. And does Turbo Robertson start then on on Saturday? No, I don't no. think he gets. Moreno just plays the tree. I think yeah. Moreno starts the tree. Yeah. I think I don't think Henderson starts at the weekend, but I think he might start in Seville. Yeah, I think um, when it comes to the Seville game, he might revert back to a deeper. You know, yeah, like a Jean Henderson, Manaldum tree that he's trusted. I think, a lot in I big think games. Milner. Comes in, yeah, he might, he might do. But yeah. like we're yeah, talking I'm not about, convinced why an album plays midweek. To yeah, be but the only no. thing is, if if 
if we're talking about Mane and what, has he got it in him, I think he goes with Mane this weekend. Mm. And instead of um, instead of using him in Seville or starting him in Seville, he may go with them three lads in the middle of midfield and move Coutinho up mm. with um, Firmino and Salah and play that way in Seville, you know. That's just the way I think I'll go. Lallana boys, it's his old club. He mm. grew up there, and well, grew up in Bournemouth and then moved to Southampton and mm. they turned him into a footballer. He came all the way through from the Vauxhall Conference right the way through with Southampton. But like, um, I'd say he's he, he's mad to get a few minutes at the weekend. Does he get a, does he get a little bit of a run? Does he get 10 minutes, Andy? Yeah, yeah. He's I think he's been training, what, two or three days and Klopp yeah. likes to have them training four days or something mm. like that. So, yeah. Mm. Oxley Chamberlain grew up in Southampton. Uh, <laughs> there's so many connections, isn't there? Really, it's uh, crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, do, do you think he gets a few minutes against Zoltan? <laughs> I'm not. I mean, he, he's probably is going to. He's probably going to be on the bench, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, I would say he might. I mean, he might be a candidate for playing the Seville game. Mm. Uh, he may bring him on. It depends what the game situation's like, doesn't it? At the end of the day, mm. definitely can see Lallana getting on if, if we're winning. You know, if we're winning the game handily enough. Mm. Um, gets a standing ovation for coming on ten minutes to go. But he hasn't, hasn't, hasn't. Southampton fans reacted badly to him. Playing yeah, it. yeah. He's the one that him and Lovren have got it really bad. Klein, yeah. um, they weren't bothered over. No. Lambert, <laughs> <laughs> you, know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like five million. Like what the fuck went happened there? Um, Suarez is replacement. I wouldn't be sure what the what the, what the, what. No, the, I, the, I, the, I think, they, I think they've forgotten that they sold Oxley. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been a while, hasn't it? It's only Lovren eleven when oh, Kevin they, Spacey they, sorted that deal. They, <laughs> <laughs> they give they give absolute dogs abuse to Lovren every time. Yeah, every yeah. time you know. Because yeah. 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 I think they were, they were the two lads that kind of forced it. You know, they, yeah. like when when the client deal was happening, it was more there's the money. Yeah, we're happy, and, and it happened. Whereas these two lads kind of did push it, um, but. Look, the professional footballers, you go out and play. Lalana, I think, will go on the bench. Mm. I think Solanke might miss out on the bench, I think, at the weekend. He may. Yeah, I think he will go with Sturridge and he might have Solanke, Lalana, Oxley, Chamberlain probably on the bench as your attacking options, you know. Mm. But um, you just have to beat them. Just go and beat them, you know. If you, if you play well enough and you have enough options there, you know, I think, I think we win the game. I think we win a okay. Um and let, let, Let's do predictions, Gav. Uh, 3-0 Liverpool. Mm. Right. 2-1 Liverpool. Two. Oh, that's a poxy score. Late goal, nervy ending. Nervy ending. Yeah, like, late Liverpool. goal for them, nervy ending, yeah. Andy? 5-1 Liverpool. 5-1? Do us a favour, Andy, will you? I love when you do this. Name the scorers for us. Go on. I don't even know who's uh, going to play. Ah, but it doesn't matter. Go on. Uh, right, so... Um, All the ex the boys. Cloyne. Right. Ricky Lambert. Chan. <laughs> Chan's going to score a goal. Okay, Will it yeah. be one of those daisy quarters from about 45 yards that you think is great when you see them force and then you look at it and go, why didn't the goalkeeper save that? It's not going that fast. No. No? It's going to be a boys' good kick. A boys' good <laughs> kick, is it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, when going to score. Sean Wijnaldum. Um, Firmino's going to score a proper goal, not a header like. Yeah. One of those where he gets it like in and go and you, you expect him to miss and yeah. just bursting into the top corner. Yeah. And Salah's obviously going to score. That's that far now. That's far, yeah. Mm. And then Salah's going to score again. Oh, Salah's oh, getting yeah. two. Because yeah, I'm going to captain the shit album and his fans. Oh, yeah, captain captain. The whole lot. Moreno's due a goal, I reckon. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Moreno pops up with a goal. I think, I think, I think more likelihood of Moreno scoring against Seville, which is his old club, than you have against Southampton. Yeah, I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to even think of the team now I'd I, I, I pick before I try 
put any scores on that three 0 mm. I'd fancy Coutinho if he played actually. Do you? Yeah, I'd fancy him to score one. I, I think, think with, with them deep, I think he. I one of them it, shots has I to go in. I think it's you know? one off. Yeah, of course you're fucking uh, mm. Yeah. I think it does. That's usually my We agree on one goal. We agree on one goal. In fact, we agree on two goals. I just think we'll score far more. Before I prove that Phil hates football. I, I, I do. I yeah, do. I what time is the game on Saturday? Three o'clock. It's the best time. It's not the best. It is not on the a best Saturday. Time. There's lots of things to do on a Saturday. Sunday there's nothing to do. Half five actually Sunday. on a Saturday is the best time, isn't it? Half five is bad. You can get yourself ready to go out for a few drinks. Yeah, you can yeah. watch the match, watch the game, have, have a few, few beers, drinks, yeah, yeah. and then yeah, pre-drinks, which is next, which is next week. Thank you. Tell people that we're on a run. You know what I'm saying? I tell them how we're just a nuggy. Yeah. Which one? Saturday half five. Okay, Trevor Shots lads. So the first one up is uh, this week on, in the Daily Mail. I noticed an article, right? It was just ahead of the England versus Brazil game. Is this a question or is it you? It, no, it is a question, right? And then it, it, it asked the Sports Mail's reporters to pick their favourite ever Brazilian footballer. Now, this is the favourite ever Brazilian footballer, right? <laughs> Two of the people, Dominic King and Ian Herbert, chose Lucas Leiva, right? <laughs> okay. Fuck knows why. Out look of, of uh, Pele, Zico, fucking. <laughs> Ronaldinho, Jossie Marr, who who forget at the 86 World Cup, Socrates, Careca. The list is endless. Fat right? Ronaldo. No, Fat Ronaldo, no, Skinny Ronaldo, Ronald yeah. Rivaldo. Um, Danielson. Danielson. Uh, Leonardo when he elbowed your man in the 94 World Cup. Um, it, just, it goes on and on and on. Was Lucas Leiva. Was your man that went from um, somewhere in Holland to Middlesbrough? Br- Bruno. No. no Emerson. No, he was a striker and he was he scored about eighty goals in a season in Holland and he came over. To oh, Middlesbrough. I know what the fella you talk about. And, like, and he was fucking brutal. He was. Yeah, and everyone was, when he signed, everyone thought he was going to be. Was like it this, Alves? Something Alves. Alves was it? Alfonso Alves. Something like that. Yeah. Alfonso He's Alves. Favorite. He's your favourite. He's your favourite. I was just baffled. It might seem an odd choice, but he was such an excellent, intensely thoughtful individual to meet. Your favourite ever? <laughs> How is that playing football? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but Pele's so, out it's not like seven. A, Who was the nicest bloke? Who was the nicest Brazilian footballer? Who was, the, who was the keeper they, they had in the. In the sort of, oh, yeah. Tafarel. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 just, I used to stand there and think to myself, like, he's got the easiest job in the world, hasn't he? You know, he never, he never had any pressure on him or anything like that. Do you he know wasn't what I mean? Even, I don't think he was that good. He wasn't that good, but he didn't need to be that good. Do you know what I mean? Like, he was a spectator. How does that happen in Brazil? What, you become a goalkeeper? You just can't do the tricks. It's either is, it like the referee, is it like the referee in the schoolyard? Like the referee couldn't play in goal and couldn't do any tricks, so he ended up as the referee. And then all the lads who couldn't do the tricks end up in goal, and then all the rest of the lads just do tricks. Can't get the ball off them. Yeah, you have to do, be able to do seventy-eight keep uppies without stopping on the beach. Yeah, on the beach with a concrete block. Mm. Yeah. So, Andy, who was your favourite Brazilian player ever? Um, Roberto Carlos. Oh, left back club. Thinking <laughs> 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 no, no, no. <laughs> of crossbars for 20 years. Um, he wasn't, though. He had that one free kick, never scored a shot after that again. Ah, he did, in fairness. Ah, so. I used to love Like, even though it was, he was a bit of a myth. <laughs> like, you just imagine he scored a lot of free His kicks. His toys were huge. His toys are mental. Mental yeah, toys. It was, and he could they kick, were illegal, they were. He could kick <laughs> the ball so fucking hard. It was a joke. <laughs> and I used to love kicking the ball hard. Just because of that. <laughs> Just because, like, kind of thought I was him a little yeah. bit. <laughs> but he didn't. He, he looked didn't enough like to win. <laughs> 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 You're the image of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 mad like his. Uh, <laughs> yeah, toys are as Him or, um, uh, him or Ronaldo. 
the real one. Yeah, the proper one. Yeah, Ronaldo. Like I love Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Yeah. The, the two of them. I love Ronaldo, quality. but I was never allowed to have Ronaldo in the on the street because he was one of the lads' favorite players. You know what I mean? So oh, he was right. never. So I always just picked Carlos. Did you ever notice about Carlos's free kicks? Though they'd say, "Oh, the power." But I think people in the in the wall was like, no, fuck this. I'm not getting <laughs> not away getting behind it. And they just get out of the way and it goes straight through the gap and in. And he did hit a ball. Fucking I have, I have to say, football. Ronaldinho doesn't get the love he deserves. He's an, right? a, a, Ronaldinho was one of the most enjoyable footballers yeah. to watch. And for that reason, he's one of my favourite footballers yeah. of all time. Yeah. He just loved doing mad stuff on the pitch. And the best yeah. he ever done was he towed the fucking ball into the net against Chelsea. Yeah, you know, like the, you know, like when you were, when you were a yeah. kid playing football, you weren't allowed towering. No, he towered. You know what I mean? Big yeah. towering. And he just fucking he done it against yeah. Chelsea in the Champions League. I thought, you <laughs> he know, made what? A all the skill yeah. he had, yeah. he just stood there and went, you know what? Fuck this, and just <laughs> give it his just towering. Even the better, like, I'm so good, I can even control towering because yeah. yeah. he couldn't control yeah. the towering. He just hit it in hope. Right? Yeah. There's some the... unbelievable clips of him as well, like before games warming up. Like you know, you see the Maradona one, which is ridiculous as well. Yeah. But there's one where he, he's I don't know where he's playing. It, but he, he, was he, has a bar, he has Barca gear on, isn't he's, it? Yeah, he's him? warming up. It yeah. looked a bit like Celtic Park, he might have been at. Yeah. And he kicks the ball up and it comes down and it just it kills the mm. But the best thing about it was, it, I think it's a coach comes near him and he just, two two movements with the foot yeah. and it's true to fellas. No, legs it was a player, wasn't it? Ridiculous. And he just nuts them. And, ah, yeah, but like, the one thing about Ronaldinho is like, he won it all, had it all, right? And then he's just like... <laughs> Just loves parties. Oh, just going to party now. Yeah. Like, I, like, literally here, this, I must win. I, the will to win is always instilled in champions and the whole lot. He was just like, done it all, lads. Now it's party time. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've, whatever yeah. you want to achieve, I've done it. He's, well, an he's, still, is he's he still playing, isn't he? He's still playing, he, yeah. He turns up every so often, but he's like... Um, He's an ambassador for Barcelona now, so he turns up every so often there as well. Like, and like when, <laughs> do you remember the story about when he went to go to United, like, and he was asked for helicopters? I'd say he went, I'm not going there, but let's have a bit of laugh for it. Yeah, <laughs> could you imagine if he said, yeah, you can have the helicopter to go to London? Like, but, yeah, he, fantastic. He should, he should have asked yeah. for a couple of pandas just to see what the reaction oh, would be. All sorts of fucking yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's a shame he didn't see the likes of him and a few other players really, and you know we won't see the likes of Messi in the Premier League. It yeah. is a shame, really. I don't know about the Messi the Premier League came after him. Yeah. Um, well, Messi. Could end up in the Premier League. Mm. Manchester he, he City. I don't think he finished out at Barca. Oh, I think he goes to City. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I, so, I have no. to say, Ronaldinho, the one thing I love about him is the, the whole party thing. So he goes to Milan and sort of half tries and does a, but enjoys the bit of crack in Milan and does like there's a bit of tr- the, the fans weren't happy sometimes he was caught out drinking before matches and out in nightclubs. But he didn't become an alcoholic around here. Like, like you hear the sad stories about Adriano and all where like he couldn't control it and went. Well, that was his father, wasn't it? it wasn't. Yeah, there was a, there was yeah, a lot was of a issues bad, there bad and, and he was suffering with, with depression and everything. Yeah. Does Adriano? He who, was, who, who was also. A fucking incredible footballer when he broke through yeah. as well. Like he was like a young Ronaldo when. Yeah, he his story is actually very sad. Yeah. about his father and where he actually, he came from the the, the slums, the like slums, you know, yeah. in really really bad area. But then I read that um, Ronaldinho <laughs> signed for Atletico Mineiro, right? And the reason he signed him is because the beach culture was brilliant. And so yeah. he literally yeah. played three yeah. seasons at Atletico Mineiro. Oh, I right? can't believe he didn't go to Scary's Town. No. <laughs> <laughs> he literally went there because he, he, he loved the bars and the beach life yeah. and the whole lot. And you know what? He won the Copa, not the, what's the, the not the Copa America, their, their Champions League. The Libertadores or something. Yeah, the Copa Libertadores with Atletico Mineiro in, because he loved the beach culture so much. Yeah. Right, to me, 
when you've achieved everything, you look at Messi and say, what brings you joy playing football? <laughs> now, now, that's it. That, that's why Ronaldinho is a better footballer than you, fella. Because yeah. you just don't understand. Like, even with Ronaldo, I understand Ronaldo, like, what, like making clones of himself and having test tube babies. And everything. He's mad. He's gone completely mad now that he's yeah. so good and he's made so yeah. much money. What else does he do? Like? What else does he yeah. do? Like, yeah. I don't want them to be sad. I want them to be mad. Like, Suarez bites players on the pitch. He's mad on the pitch. You love him for that, right? Mm. Like, there's, there's nothing mad about Messi bar his beard. Mm. And that's why he's, he's not good enough. That's why he's never going to be my favourite position because he's Argentinian as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Messi will never be my favourite position. <laughs> good point. <laughs> right. right. One, one for you, lads. Um, and it, 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 this is a sensible one. Your pre match Anfield pub of choice and then pubs in the city for the after match shenanigans. Ray, mm. you'll be a good man here yeah. being uh, from the area. Um, tend to uh, tend to end up in the um, in the Sandon to be honest um, or before the game before the game yeah just because it's fairly reasonable to get a, to get a pint in within probably five minutes and some, you go some of them are disaster zones mm. um, the like the Arkles like it's hit and miss because sometimes like it's a big one for the away fans so mm. sometimes they just get a little bit too fucking annoying you know there's, yeah. there's absolutely especially shit Stoke fans Stoke um, fans, especially, and the tree heads. <laughs> tree heads. And to be honest, I don't, I don't tend to stick it after the game. It's usually head off now. Might be a bit different now. I'm a day tripper, I suppose. So um, I'd, I'd just be heading into town and uh, whereabouts in town would you go? Oh, no, nowhere specific, really. To be honest, yeah, you're, just, yeah, just, you're just, just not prepared to take his Annie Ted along. Something <laughs> nowhere specific. Been there many a time. We normally gravitate towards like the biggest cringy fucking. Uh, <laughs> Slums of yeah. bars that we can yeah. find. That's, that's yeah. cheap. But you went out. But did you go into the the Globe with us one morning for the karaoke before one of the matches? That was me. You went in the Globe. I can't remember who was. We went into the Globe. You know the one that's down beside uh, what's the name of the shopping centre? Oh, what Liverpool one? No, St John's. The St John's. There's a pub just there at the Globe. Yeah. <laughs> karaoke on at eleven o'clock in yeah. the morning yeah. for all the alkies. Yeah. The alkies. Yeah. 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 We have people up singing. Isn't it? It was great crack. <laughs> I always enjoy the articles. Uh, don't know why I like being in the pub where the away fans are, but it's just something, just something interesting about going over it's and seeing the away fans. Fucking <laughs> um, Gav, what's your choice? I brought with names of pubs. Um, really, really bad. Like, and to be honest with you, being over to Liverpool a handful of times in the last couple of years. Um, usually, when I get out of the ground, I try to get away from it. Um, and back into the city centre, you know. Um, I remember bringing her with me one time years ago, mm. and she didn't enjoy the strip club. No, no she look, she didn't enjoy that before the game. <laughs> um, but uh, she enjoyed the game, you know. But she hasn't come with me since. But um, no, I'm like the lad said. You go back into town and wherever, whatever looks like it's decent, you just go for it. You just want to drink, don't you? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like, I, don't think, I don't think people are picky. Like no, the, 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 we went. We went. Um, after the United game, we, we stuck we stuck around and we went in the Albert. Yeah. Now I, I I would never have been in the Albert before. It's obviously sort of like steeped in the history and whatnot. Yeah. Oh, it was like it was like a time warp, really, wasn't yeah. it? I mean, it's how they've how that situation is where that pub is now. Like it's literally in no man's land, you mm. know, between the new club shop and yeah. and, 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 yeah. the, it was and the well, cop. Well, um, yeah. They wanted big money. Apparently, they they I heard that they wanted like close to like a million for it basically and you know knowing where it is in the area and stuff like that like it's har- hardly prime real estate apart from the fact that it's where it's it is where it is like yeah. sort of sandwiched in, behind the, sa- the stand there but um 
the, the beer was the beer was shocking yeah it was oh my the god biggest, the maddest thing about it i thought was um remember we stood up the the fireplace yeah and the lads. so there was seating area to your left and seating yeah. area to your right and on the right hand side it was all just day trippers with a uh, half and half scarves yeah, like yeah, man united yeah, scarves yeah, like yeah, you know yeah, yeah. and then the other half the <laughs> other side <laughs> was like all locals like and proper yeah. like scally yeah. locals yeah. like yeah. all the tickets were coming back there yeah and you were kind of we were just right in between and i could, <laughs> could just picture like 10 minutes after we left like just fucking glasses fucking assholes in there yeah. you got the nothing but maybe oh. they just tolerate it I don't know I just couldn't I'd believe it the the because it's the industry in the it, was a, a, way, it was, weird. It was a bit weird what's the worst know? that could happen they just bulldoze that pub down the middle of the night yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't have to pay a million and through the cards. Then it was a mistake. Like they, 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 they the insurance assessors would have to come in and value the whole thing, and yeah, they'd like, say, "Well, Andy, uh, Andy, Andy, wouldn't that be amazing?" Just <laughs> oh, well, close the door, da, 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 come back the next morning, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> just boom, new club shop. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like a pop up, one of those uh, German half house bar, yeah. uh, buildings, just like yeah, that's the club's house. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, yeah, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, Shh, don't pop tell up chip or something <laughs> like that. You know, the club need to be just a bit more ballsy about things. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> they need to be more proactive on these sort yeah. of things, don't yeah. they? It was like you know, sell it to us now. Okay, <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> the Kenny Dalglish stand as it is now was the Kemlin Road stand back then. So when they wanted to develop that. Mm. There was these um, two old biddies in 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 the road mm. that were just wouldn't sell, wouldn't sell, wouldn't sell, and it dragged out. Like literally, every, all the houses went down around them. Yep. And there was just literally <coughs> this, this this house with a house on either side, and then and they, and they would not sell. And it basically took the old girls to to die off basically before they could before they could get that stand mm. to uh, to start the building process. Like it took years. It was ridiculous. It's just where it is, isn't it? Like you know it's going to be a problem like people talk about the Anfield Road end as well and you know wouldn't happen in Russia (laughs) no but expanding a stadium when when it's in when it's so close to houses and stuff like that and like pubs and and wherever else it's so hard to do anything like even in in are you advocating that they should franchise the team to a different city well look I'm not saying like what what Andy should say and start bulldozing people (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean no like even even like in Dublin you see it go down near um go down near the tree arena now and you see all these beautiful new buildings and they're brand new and then you just see these four or five cottages like yeah. on the Lewis line and they're obviously just going no we're not moving you know so it's very yeah. hard but well, sure look at the yeah. look at the clout the um, residents had at the Aviva and yeah. they had to build a shitty stand well, you see, yeah. when, the the when the government aren't doing yeah. anything Andy you, you don't get these purges orders where you just go listen get the fuck out you know what no, I mean see, yeah. see this, this country is, is too tolerant to people's views like if this was Russia, <laughs> yeah, they, they would have just wiped out the houses. We we want you ruin our light. Okay, boom, there we yeah. ruined your light. You've no lights left. Out, out, go and live in a flat or something. Yeah. That's it. Like that. That's the end of it. Mm. Yeah. In 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 Portugal, they just say no. We own that now. Here's fifty cent. Walk away. Yeah, I want change. Yeah, both <laughs> <laughs> fair. Good luck. Yeah, now we own it now. Good luck. <laughs> that that like we are. We're far too liberal. Yeah, right. I don't know yeah. how I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> oh, <no>. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, right, uh, Naudi asks, who would win a Trippers version of Master Chef and what's your speciality? He said, I reckon Phil or Andy would win it. Now that's bollocks, right? Now Andy might have a chance of winning it, but I think Steve O'Daly definitely has his eyes on the Master Chef prize. Good but Jesus. I, I think I know where is that? Because you know the way he's always going about he's done this and he does this, it does his food this way and this way. Do you reckon you'd top him? Would you beat Steve O in a Master Chef? 
Um, just cooking, isn't it? With different dishes, different stories. Does it, well, uh, I'll be nowhere, nowhere near a, a contender. Master Chef is all like instructions and. No, it's not just instructions. There's, there's, um, you have to come up with stuff yourself. Your own recipes, but then there's other bits that you have to follow the recipe. I thought they, ha- I thought they, they were told to do this and this. Is this way, just another version? No, they're, to- they're told. They're told. They're told. Yeah, is it? Here's, here's the dish you have to make. They don't tell them how to make it. Right. So you have to know how to make it yourself. Or a mm. version of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Okay, that's fair enough. I'd win. You'd win? Yeah, <laughs> <was yeah. laughs> that's all you have to say, you know. You'll World Bake Off! What <laughs> else is it? This far else is it? I'm well past that. This comes mm. from this comes from Steve-O's picture, doesn't it? Yeah. Of the Not Steve-O's now, Matt's. Of, of his fantastic sausages, cabbage, or but lettuce. Steve-O's, um, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you not know that Steve-O's? No, I did, yeah. 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 Um, the, an absolute abomination of a fucking <laughs> <laughs> The plate. The plate. Um, who wins? Um... See, I don't know if Steve-O can cook in a short time frame or to time, right? No. I think he can do, Yeah, like that's the pressure part, isn't it? 24-hour dishes hey? and smoking and all that type slow, of stuff, right? Slow cooking. Slow cooking cook, and, yeah. and where there's lots of preparation and everything yeah. going in, right? But if he's told you've got one hour to come up with a meal that normally takes 10 hours, right? Um, I don't think he can do it. I think that's where he struggles. But that's what happened with Bangers and Mash. <laughs> the history behind that in a different WhatsApp group with a different yeah. gang of lads... Um, a uh, somebody was talking about their bangers and mash they did, and he the next day is like did bangers and mash waiting to see it like and he was expecting everyone to go whoa the fucking <laughs> state posted of it. this fucking thing <laughs> like shrivel up fucking Mickey <laughs> 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 and, like, like horrible cabbage and the cabbage was like uh, something you see at a carvery at about half seven at night and it's been sitting there oh, since two o'clock it's absolutely rank and then like the anemic uh, spuds and all he said that they have uh, they were double rice cooked double or rice so what the even fuck mash even them. is that Double rice. It's a, so it's a rice machine, like so. Too lazy to mash. You push, oh, you push, push it through. through it. Like it's like a. Oh, we got a garlic uh, crusher. Yeah. No, yeah. I use a hammer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From fingers, you know what I mean. Just bake the fucking thing, and then the garlic sorted. Yeah, uh, like if if you're in the top end chefs, they get the um, what's those things that look like strainers, but they're really, like they're the really war version. So yeah. they, they pass the the mash through it, so that it's like this completely. Oh, it's almost a puree as opposed yeah. to a mash. Uh, so right. basically. They, there's no lumps in the mash yeah. but sure if you just cut all your potatoes the same size and boil them up and mash them properly doesn't that correct you know what I mean yeah. absolutely you, would you go do you go for a steel masher or a, or a plastic kind of masher well, have three mashers Damn. I've got three mashers right okay yeah so the force gradually one, gets smaller yeah yeah the force one breaks down it's it's a big one from uh, Ikea is it, the big, is it the big round the sort of long with the grid on it the long yeah, grid kind of yeah, just, yeah. but it, like loads of potatoes kind of go up through the middle yeah. so you miss a yeah. lot of it yeah so you start off with that just to get yeah. Like mashed, yeah. like into a mashed day. Yeah, right. Then throw in, then then into the microwave with your milk and uh, oh, in the butter. microwave then. Yeah, milk and butter. So you're not pouring cold milk in on top of your stuff. mash. Right. So milk and butter. So it comes out a really scang liquid of yeah. milky butter. Fluid. Yeah. And I put it's hot, so you're not cooling your mash, and then that goes on top, and then you go into the stage two masher, right. which is just normal. You have these masher. numbered. No, they're just one just small. Sizes, yeah. And then the, the, last, one, the, last, one's, yeah. the last one's small enough. Like, it's a, yeah. like, um, kind of a, like just a small plastic one. But at mm. that stage, like, uh, the mash is down to a fairly mashed state. <laughs> and then I get, then I get it you into, can declare into, mash at into that the stage. clouds form. Yeah. And then you have to do the money shot. So you take out a little spoon. Oh, 
yeah. of mash and you flick it against the tiles right. and if it sticks that's your mash right. <laughs> and so then, is your kitchen just full of fucking mash remember that one that was a great one that was but then you know like the kind of halogen lights that's kind of in your kitchen say they give off a certain light yeah. Well, if you put if you place your pot underneath, yeah. you can actually see the clouds of mash right. passing through the light. So that's you, that's when you know you've kind of got mash. And would you be you know you'd have you, you know the stuff you get say in the staff canteen, the really sort of like slop fest mash. Would yeah, you be, would you be up for that? Well, like? Smash like yeah. No, 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 no. There's a difference between clouds mash like mine. Matt Roberts gonna have a feel like with us also talk about potatoes. But <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but told me he was going to rob them all again. Doesn't understand it. They're no. like stodgy shite that you could kind of suck up through a straw. Yeah. yeah. So my, who we who my, we are, my, I have my to say you could suck up through the outside of a straw. I do like to add things into clouds. No, I have to say I do like to, like to add things into my mash. Yeah. Yeah. So what, like onion, spring no, onion. No, like I've been known to throw a bit of pesto into it, green okay. pesto. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. And then also I love throwing mozzarella into it. Do you? Yeah. I like I like pepper. I love mozzarella. I always have pepper. Um, salt and mixed herbs, and then also throw in a load of mozzarella, and it gets it gets a really instead of having to use cream in it, it's just so who, who's winning this then? Out of us all, who's winning it in, in your opinion? Who are the contenders well, to start with? Andy and Steve are definitely contenders, yeah, right? I, I, I can kill them. I think Dave Thomas would be good as well because mm. mm. I'd say he's very now organized. I reckon Neil yeah, wins it, of course. With, Nilo, no. yeah. I think he, I think you eat Nilo's dish and you've no idea. Else, I, I think while everyone else is is worrying about ingredients, fucking measurements, forty and types of mashers, Nilo's just fucking it all in there and he's going for it. And I think he just comes out. He's and I think it. he, I think he has the confidence to pass it off. I think as Ni- it's I, gorgeous. I think Nilo adds a load of angel dust into it. Yeah. Right? And we all yeah. think it's yeah. the nicest yeah. thing yeah. ever. Yeah. And we have the yeah. best night we've ever fucking had. Right, we'll leave it there, lads, because I'm literally I'm down to three percent. Okay. Andy, I, I think this could be a competition we need to do something like. A trip as Marsha Chef show. We were talking it's, about doing this shit years ago. I know, it's yeah. It's not happening. It's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's not going to happen. Maybe we will. Well, all right, we'll do it, but it won't happen. We will. Right. After the war games. After the war games. At the same time as the world games. Right, hang on a sec. Right, lads, um, that's it. That's the pod wrapped. Um, thanks for listening in. Big thanks as ever to the Astro for letting us down here. Big thanks to Skillzone.ie for sponsoring the show. Remember, get down there for all your um, World Games needs and stuff like that. And um, <laughs> also, <laughs> Andy's just taking shots. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so that's it. Oh, yeah, Skillzone. And then, what the fuck? <laughs> Two <laughs> percent. I know the two percent. Look at him. Fuck off. Where were we with the fucking outro? Anyway, it was Gab. It was Ray. It was Andy. It was myself. Uh, we're back. Well, I'm not back next week. They're back here next week, so there's a good chance to be no podcast next week outside of the Fatback Four and whoever else puts them out. Um, I'm in England, so if he's over there, how he's all getting on. Um, and that's it. Good night. Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov EIP.
Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. <laughs> you love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Sports Social Podcast Network.